Okay, we can get started. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created. Let us pray. O God, it did instruct the hearts of your faithful by lay the Holy Spirit. Grant us by the same spirit may be truly wise. Never rejoice in his consolation to the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Lady Guadalupe, pray for us. St. Joseph. St. John Bosco. All God's angels and saints. In the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. I'd like to welcome you to this uh, youth program that we start tonight. Now, I'll give you basically what we're going to be doing this uh, this month of June. Uh, then I'll explain our topic for today. Then we'll be able to enter into uh, some groups and share for a couple of minutes. So we're going to have our this activity every Tuesday for the month of June, so before Tuesdays. And we'll start at 7 o'clock next week. It'll be a little bit easier because it took a while for the registration. And we'll pray to Mary, pray the, the rosary, and then after that there'll be a, a talk that I'll give to you. And then after that we'll divide into, into groups. Now the very heart of this or center of this uh, activity is uh, the the book that uh, that I wrote. Okay. Uh, when I was your age, I had three desires. I was thinking of becoming uh, a writer and a baseball player. I wanted to pray, play for the Yankees. Yeah. And uh, also, I wanted to be a priest. So those were the three so I am a writer I played baseball at Villanova I didn't make it to the Yankees and I am a priest so really God heard my prayers so uh, we have one little problem is that we have so many of you that we ran out of books so hopefully uh, by next week we'll we'll have the books so the book that you're going to have is uh, I've written four books and this is the first book that I wrote. And um, it came about this way. I started to write essays, which turned into blogs. And Sophia Press decided to take 24 of my blog articles and cut them out and paste them. So these blog articles are the 24 chapters. So that's how it came about. So, what you're going to be doing in um, your activity, I know you're on vacation now, and I'm going to ask you to do something that's really not that hard. I'm going to ask you to take that book and just to read one chapter a day. Okay? Uh, Maybe some of you are not really big readers, so you can read each chapter probably in about five or six minutes. So, it's no really big deal. I think you're going to like the chapters. The way that I write, most of you have heard me speak, the way that I write is the way I speak. Everyone understands me. Uh, I'm clear and to the point. And the chapters are very interesting. They're very interesting, the chapters. Now, after... You finish reading the chapter, which will take five to ten minutes. Then what I want you to do is to have uh, a notebook. You might even call it a spiritual journal. And I want you to, for maybe three minutes, to write down what was the idea that seemed to touch you most. Okay, you hear that? So what was the idea that seemed to kind of touch you most? For example, the first chapter you're going to read tonight or tomorrow is why you're here. 
What's the purpose of your existence? Now, I've given colorful analogies. A lot of people are like a chicken with his head cut off. Maybe you've, if you're from a farm, you've probably seen that. You ask your grandparents from Mexico, they probably saw that. The chicken with his head cut off is going to run around circles and it runs out of gas and then he's dead. Okay? Or like a, a Boy Scout without a compass. If you're a Boy Scout without a compass, you're going to be walking around in circles. Or your dad or mom is driving the car without a GPS. They want to go to San Diego, they end up in San Francisco because they don't have a GPS. Or maybe like an archer that has bow and arrow, but there's no target. So many people are living in such a way that they don't have any aim or purpose in life. That, that's the first chapter. And that chapter is, sets the, the groundwork for the rest of the chapters. Knowing who we are, where we're heading, how to get there, and what are the steps. Who we are, we're sons and daughters of God. Where are we heading? Heaven. How are we going to get there? And that's the purpose of this course. We want to take the steps to get to heaven. And um, I'm just going to be blunt with you. I want to do all I possibly can to help the teenagers because you're going through a tough time. You may not be aware of it, but we can see within the future you're going to have to go through tough times. So I, I don't like to I don't like to lie to anyone. You're going through tough times now, but it's going, to be, it's going to get more difficult. So I'm kind of preparing you for future difficult times. And I'm not saying this to scare you or to be um, a fatalist or a pessimist, uh, but rather just to present to you difficult times that we're going to have to confront. And if we're not prepared uh, for these difficult times, we could lose the battle. So, this is going to be preparing you to be soldiers for Christ. Many of you are already confirmed. Okay, you're already confirmed. So, you already have the fullness of the Holy Spirit that came uh, in baptism and even stronger in confirmation. Okay, so that's the dynamic. Is every day, okay, there are 24 chapters, okay, so you're going to have 24 chapters, a chapter a day. Read through it, reflect upon it, and write down what seems to captivate you most. And you'll be, you'll be surprised. And if you, if you want to write for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, maybe some of you one day will become like me. You'll be, become a writer. You know? I'm on board. You know? If you want to become a writer, I'll encourage you. We have to have good writers and good communicators today. And I think you probably have some good writers here. Individuals that will be really good communicators, communicating the fullness of the truth. Okay? Maybe now's the time you're going to learn, well, I, I never knew that I could write these, these ideas. And the Holy Spirit has given me certain insights that I never knew that I had. So, so the, the, the program, it's not overly demanding. Come once a, once a week for an hour and a half. Uh, five minutes reading, another five minutes writing, so it's really not that difficult. But I like it, the timing is good because right around now you're, you're basically finishing school. Right? Most of you are more or less finishing school this week or maybe you're, you've been out for a couple of days or you're going to be finishing next, next uh, week. So now you have, you have a little bit, little bit more free time. So this can, another purpose is to help you to be during this month of June, to have some reflection upon God. So you're going to be thinking about God a little bit every day, talking to God when you come in the church here. This is your home. Um, and I, I, I would love it also that if you could form good friendships among yourself. We all have to have friends. This is a really good group of young people. I know... Most of your parents, I've known some of your parents even before you were born because you've been here for almost 30 years. So it's a good group of people and it's not a bad idea to become friends with Christ and establish good friends among ourselves. 
Because I don't know about you, you guys. When, is, when I was your age, different than you. Different than you. I didn't like school. I know you all, you all love school, but I, I really didn't like school. I did pretty well. But I liked my friends. I liked to play baseball. And I saw school, for me, I, school, I called school jail. I called it like a penance, no? I did well, but I didn't like to go, no? Uh, but I, I loved being with my friends. And I've always had some good friends, no? And we're learning here that our best friend is going to be Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Okay, so that's an overall view of where we're going to be heading the next four weeks. Okay, the topic we're going to give today is, you can see, I think you can see, right below Lady Guadalupe, can you see that? Uh, Maybe, Elvira, you can lift it up. Because it's kind of low. I just want you to, to see this person. Okay. Do any of you know who this is? Okay, this is pro- probably the greatest man that lived in the world in the 19th century. I would say the greatest people, person who lived. His name is St. John Bosco. Okay, St. John Bosco. St. John Bosco uh, lived... In the 1800s, okay, and he lived in a very difficult time for young people. I don't know how much you study about history, but maybe you've heard of what's called the Industrial Revolution. Have you studied that? The Industrial Revolution, where people were moving from the farm into the big cities, and the parents were working, therefore the kids were not supervised. So they were just walking the streets of, of Italy getting into bad activities. So he founded an order called the Salesians to help out young people. He was a great saint in the sense that he built churches, he uh, founded a congregation, he was probably one of the, the greatest writers in the Italian language, but also he's famous for his dreams. So your, your presentation today is going to be one of, probably, well, yes, I'd say the most famous dream of St. John Bosco. I tried to bring the, bring the biggest picture that I had of this dream. Can you see it pretty well? Yes. Okay, well, you can see probably, I'm going to explain this to you, and then I'm, I'd like to give you how this applies to us. Okay, right here you have you have a big ship. Okay, the ship is in the midst of the sea. And there's a storm. Now, in the ship you can see there's a man dressed in white, and others are dressed in red. And you can see John Bosco is looking at this big ship. This ship is surrounded by other ships. The other ships are shooting cannonballs with the purpose of trying to sink this big ship. Now the man in white, who is the Pope, lifts up his gaze and all of a sudden he sees rising up out of the waters these two pillars. And on the top of these pillars are two very important means of our salvation. And one pillar is higher than the other pillar. And the captain of the ship knew that he had to direct the ship in between the two pillars. And that's what he's doing. And then he's going to chain the ship to the pillars and then the ship is going to sail into the shore. All right. There's the dream of John Bosco. Interpretation. The storm, the storm is symbolic of the difficulties that we have to go through in life. 
And there are three basic enemies for us to make it to the shore, which is salvation. One is the devil. Now, the devil really exists. Okay, the devil really exists. And the devil tempts all of us. Okay, listen now. I'm going to tell you when all of us are tempted, as well as your parents. When you find yourself in a state of desolation, what does that mean? When you find yourself in a state where you feel sad, you feel depressed, you feel discouraged, you feel in the dumps, you feel that no one seems to understand you, it seems as if life doesn't have any meaning, no one seems to understand you, and you feel your, your life is a failure. Uh, you know, I, I experience that at times, believe it or not. I feel that, I feel that at, at times I really feel that within me. I do. And you do too. You do. So when, when you have that feeling, it's called a state of desolation, that's when the devil is going to tempt you most. You hear me? And he can be tempting you most. Now I'll use an example from Superman. I don't know if you ever saw some of those Superman um, shows that were present when I was your age. Superman, was he strong or weak? He was always strong, but when he's exposed to kryptonite, have you heard the kryptonite? Then he was weak. He was very weak. So, we all have our kryptonite. When, when, when we're in desolation, the devil is going to go after your kryptonite. Okay? He's going to go after your kryptonite. He's going to try to tempt you. He's going to try to make you fall down. So, that's what the storm means. The storm means that we're going to have to encounter a lot of obstacles. The second one is the devil is the flesh. As a result of the sin of Adam and Eve, we have what are called capital sins. These bad tendencies within us. And they are gluttony. We have a tendency to maybe want to eat too much. Lust, bad sexual temptations. Avarice, tendency to want to have a lot of things to be greedy. Sloth, give in to laziness. Envy, to be comparing ourselves to others. Anger, to become impatient when things don't go our ways. And pride, to think that we're really more important than we are. We all have those within us. And the devil is going to see which of those is our weakest. And when we're in desolation, and he's going to be, he's going to be launching his bazookas and his attacks against us. Okay, then the world in which we live. The, the devil, the flesh, and the world. The world tries to convince us that we can have true happiness and everlasting happiness here in this world. It's not true. We have relative happiness. But true happiness we can only find in God. Okay, so that's the first interpretation we give to you, which is the storm. The sto- rather, the, st- uh, the tempestuous sea. Okay, now the ship. The ship is, the, the, the ship is, the, is the church. Now, your teenagers. Your teenagers, and you're going to church on Sunday. Some of you, okay, you want to come. Others, you're kind of questioning right now. Maybe there's some here that what's the purpose of going to church on Sunday? You're teenagers. Okay, where, 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 will, where will you be? Where will you be when you're already in your 20s? Will you still be within the church? I can only say, I hope so. Because most that go to college, after four years of college, or even less, 
most, after finishing college, they give up their faith. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a fact. Now, most of you, have not, you haven't graduated from college yet. Some of you are just maybe graduated from high school. But what I want to say to you is this. Stay in the church. You hear me? Stay in the church. The church has been around for 2,000 years. The church has always had problems. Okay? Stay in the church. Okay? If you stay in the church until the end, you're going to make it to the shore. You're going to make it to heaven. So stay in the church. You probably remember uh, Noah and the ark. Remember that passage, Noah and the ark? Okay, remember Noah and the ark? Noah built an ark about the size of a football field. They they say they found it on the top of Mount Arafat. It's about the size of a football field. It's huge. Who went into that ark? It was Noah, his wife, his, his kids, and their spouses, and the animals. A pair of animals. Okay, then a storm descended. The only ones that were saved after the 40 days of rain were those in the ark. What happened to the others? They were all drowned. So the ark is the Catholic Church. Stay in the church. Stay in the church. Church is always... hey. First 12 bishops, one of them committed suicide. 12 bishops. The church has always had problems. First 12 bishops, Peter, James, John, right, Philip, one of them committed suicide. He hanged himself and his guts came out. That's true. Read it in the Bible. His name is Judas Iscariot. So the church has always had problems. So, stay in the church. And, instead of complaining about problems that you, have, you see in the church, I'll tell you what you, you should do. Become a saint. Okay? That's my goal. I want to become a saint. By complaining, we suffer from a modern malady. It's called, called complainitis. Everyone is complaining. Think of you, you in the Ukraine. You know, teenagers in Ukraine. I certainly want to be there. I don't know about you. Here we are. So, become a saint. Become a saint. Now, how are we going to how are we going to make it to the shore in that ship? Okay, we have to lift up our gaze, and on the top of these two pillars, the top of these two pillars, you can see what's going to help us to get to heaven. This pillar is higher than this pillar. So on the top of the lower pillar is a woman dressed in white with a, with a blue sash. And that person is Mary. So the church is directing the ship in between the two pillars and they're looking up at Mary. And the title of Mary in this picture is Our Lady Help of Christians. Our Lady Help of Christians. When you have problems in your life, go to Mary and she will help you. I'm the age of your grandparents, I'll tell you. Okay? Your grandparents are probably in their late 60s, okay? Okay, I've never, never in my life have I ever turned to Mary and she's let me down. Never. Mary will never let you down. So in the midst of the storms of life, turn to Mary. Love Mary. Talk to Mary. Trust Mary. 
75% of you are Mexicans. Juan Diego. What did Juan Diego do? He talked to Mary and Mary saved his cousin from dying. Our, Our Lady will never forget you. But you talk to her. Speak to her. Love her. Trust her. Place your life in Mary's hands. Now, Mary is, she's, she's lower. She's lower. And this one, this, this column or pillar is higher. Yeah, on, the, on the very top of this, you can see there's a circular white host. And there's three letters in Greek, I-H-S, and it means Jesus, Son of God, in the Greek language. So, what we have here is the host, the sacred host. So, Mary is looking, Mary's looking at the host. She has her hands folded, and she's looking right at the host, and the host is Jesus Christ. The host of Jesus Christ. Okay, so the overall interpretation is this. Right now, we're in, we're in the sea. Right now, you teenagers, there's a storm. There's a storm going on. Okay? That storm consists of the devil. You know, the, dev- the devil has a lot of vices, but the devil is not lazy. He works... 25 hours a day, 8 days a week, and 366 days a year. The devil never goes on vacation. Our flesh does not want to obey the Spirit. And the world wants to convince us that we can have true happiness here by eating and drinking and going to casino and living it up, which of course is a lie. We can have true happiness only in heaven. So we're, we're in the storm. We're in the storm. But you don't want... You want to stay in the ship. Stay in the ship. Stay in the church. But in the church, you want to be, you want to be with the Holy Father. Okay? Stay with the Pope. And you want to lift up... You want to lift up your eyes and you want to focus on Mary, and Mary brings us to Jesus. So that's the interpretation of that dream. And now you're going to be opening up your, opening up your workbooks. And we're going to have a short reading. And we're going to be writing it down. And we'll be able to break up into our groups. So all of you have, all of you have a worksheet. All of you have a worksheet. You all have a worksheet. If you don't have a worksheet, to raise your hands. We'll get your worksheet and a pencil. Elvira, I think a few there don't have a worksheet. There's one here. There's a couple in the front. Okay, here on my left, Elvira, got about five that don't have a worksheet. One in front of you. Do we have some? Okay. Does anyone have extra worksheets at your station? Do you have extra somewhere? Elvira, on my left there's someone. A couple on my left. There's one behind you too. Okay, the dream, the, the dream of great saint, and that is John Bosco. So you can see on your sheet, 
And also, I think you have a, you have a, a holy card, right, in your binder? So you can actually pull that out. That's a little bit better than the, uh, the, the black and white. Okay, so let's, uh, I'm going to be reading quickly and then we'll fill it in. Then we'll be able to break up into our groups. So if you can focus now on the worksheet. Okay, ready? The worksheet. One of the greatest saints in the 19th century had many dreams or visions that were both prophetic and powerful spiritual teachings. This saint is the great St. John Bosco who lived in 1815 to 1888. Among the great dreams, the most well-known is that of the huge ship at sea in the midst of the winds, waves, tension, and turmoil. Even though the ship was enormous with massive sails, a numerous crew of sailors, and a captain to lead and guide the ship, there were dangers on all sides, from back and on all sides. Many of these enemy ships had the most modern artillery of that time to attack and kill. Some of the ships were equipped with guns, others with rifles, and still others were well equipped with cannons, gunpowder, and the cannonballs ready to launch and to explode. The waters were everything but calm. Waves violently battering against the boat, ready to enter and, if possible, to capsize the ship. For all intents and purposes, the situation appeared to be bleak to the point of being dismal as to the fate of the captain and his crew. Something mysterious happens to remedy an almost catastrophic fate of those on the ship. The captain of the ship, peering out on the helms of the ship perceived from the depths of the waves, something surfacing that he believed would be the salvation of the ship and of all the crew members. There were two enormous pillars. From the depths of the waters could be seen two majestic and enormous pillars ascending on high. Deep within his soul, the captain believed with an anchor of hope that salvation would be the result of the ascension of these two pillars. However, not simply the pillars, but what could be viewed and thrown on the heights of these two majestic pillars. The pillars or columns appear to be similar in architecture, structure, white, slender, massive, sturdy, and ornately designed on the top. However, one was higher than the other. The two formidable images there enthroned on the pinnacle of the two pillars were two images of great value. On the lower pillar, directly facing the other pillar, was a statue of a majestically beautiful woman dressed in white with a blue sash around her waist. Her hands folded with utmost reverence and her eyes fixed almost unmovable upon what was enthroned on the other pillar that was elevated on a higher plane. The white statue. The white statue is Mary, Our Lady, under the title, Our Lady, Help of Christians. The other pillar, directly in front of the statue of the majestic woman, Help of Christians, could be seen around host. This host, constructed in a circular form, seemed to emanate rays of red, orange light, as if it were fire. Embedded in the circular hose can be seen across and below three capital letters, IHS. The captain of the ship understood that it was his obligation to direct the massive ship in between the two pillars. Then, once directly, safely, and securely between the two pillars, he would have to chain and anchor securely the ship of those two pillars. If done, the captain and the two members, and the crew members, would be saved from the enemy attackers and be saved from capsizing and drowning in the violent waves of the tempest storm. The crew members are led by the leader dressed in white. 
The other members dressed in red follow and the crew members have as their standard emblazoned on a cloth a holy cross. Now the vision or dream of the great St. John Bosco is not only a prophecy of future times in the world and within the church, but is also a powerful lesson or teaching for all of us who have an ardent desire to reach the ultimate goal of our life, the ultimate destiny of our existence on earth. Fortunately, many today are like the sailors or crew members who have been cast out of the boat into the depths of the sea with no shore in view and drowning. So let's give the interpretation of this. The interpretation of the ship of John Bosco. Number one, the rough waves symbolize our three enemies. They write down the devil, the flesh, and the world. The devil, the flesh, and the world are three basic enemies. Okay, the massive ship. The massive ship, okay, write down the bark of Peter, B-A-R-K, the bark of Peter. You can put a colon, two dots. It is the Holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. Holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. That's the massive ship. That's the massive ship. Holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. Number three. The crew members on board are That is us. We're the crew members on board. We are the crew members on board. They said we want to stay in the ship. If we don't stay in the ship, we're going to drown. Stay in the ship. Stay in the Catholic Church all the days of your life. Otherwise, we're going to drown. It's as simple as that. Stay in the ship. Okay, the captain of the ship, the captain of the ship, right down, is the Holy Father. The Holy Father, the Pope. Right down next to that, he's the representative of Christ on earth. He's a representative of Christ on earth. Okay, the mast and the wind are temptations. Temptations. Temptations to leave the ship. To the surrounding enemy ships. The surrounding enemy ships. Are our human weaknesses? Our human weaknesses that lead us into sin.
The artillery. Would be the weapons that can lead us into sin and put sadness and depression. If you want to put in parentheses desolation, sadness and depression. In parentheses, desolation. You find yourself in desolation, that's when the enemy, the devil, is going to try to shoot and kill. He'll look for your kryptonite. He'll look for your weak point. You know, smaller pillar. Smaller pillar... is Our Lady Okay, Our Lady Help of Christians Our Lady Help of Christians The larger pillar The larger pillar is Holy Communion. Holy Communion. Holy Communion. All of us should have a great love for Holy Communion because that's Jesus. Great love for the Mass and Holy Communion. Because really, if you follow this dream, all of you, you're all going to go to heaven. And it's not really that... It's not complicated. All of you understand it, no? You have this love for Mary. You have this love for Mass and Holy Communion. And you're in the ship, and you're going to Mass, you're receiving Holy Communion, you're talking to Mary, you're all going to go to heaven. You might have to go to purgatory, but you're going to make it to heaven, and that's why we're here. That's the purpose of why I wrote that book. Okay? Uh, help us to get to heaven. That's the purpose of the book. That's the purpose of this, of this mini-course. No? Why complicate life? We're here to get to heaven. You had to get to heaven. Nothing really matters in our life, rather, to get to heaven. You hear me? It's the only thing that really matters. Long life, short life, have a lot of money, a lot of... Who cares? Not worth a hill of beans. What's <laughs> important is, is to get to heaven. And, and to, try to try to bring a lot of people to heaven, too. Some of you are confirmed. You're called to bring people, you know, bring people into into the ship, right? Okay. And then you have the number ten, right? Uh, the gesture of the woman on the pillar. Okay. What is she doing? She's. You have your picture there. She's actually looking at that big host with her hands folded. Okay. She's adoring, she's adoring the Eucharistic Lord Jesus Christ. Mary teaches us to adore Jesus in the Eucharist. Okay, the, the, okay, the three most famous Eucharist, uh, the three most famous Marian apparitions in my last book would be, and if you know, a Lady Guadalupe, okay, a Lady of Fatima, and a Lady of Lourdes. You've probably heard those three names. A Lady Guadalupe, a Lady of Lourdes, and a Lady of Fatima. 
Guadalupe, Mexico. Lourdes, France. Fatima, Portugal. Okay, she, she, in Fatima, Portugal, Mexico, and France, what did she ask for? She always asked for a church. Because in the church, who do you have? Jesus Christ. So Mary is always pointing us to Jesus. And even though the last words of Mary in the Bible, at the wedding feast of Cain, do whatever he tells you. Best advice in the world. Mary spoke seven times in the Bible. The last words, do whatever he tells you. That's the best advice in the whole world. Best advice in the whole world. Do what Jesus tells us. The anchors in the ship. So the anchors in the ship means we we are rooted deeply in our Catholic faith. You know what an anchor, anchor is. What it does, an anchor does, it it secures you. It gives you foundation. So the anchors in the ship were, were deeply anchored or rooted in our Catholic faith. Don't let anyone tell you that you should be changing religion. You're going to meet people, especially in college. Deeply rooted. Okay, the shore. What's the shore, Hannah? What is it? You got it. So the shore, the shore is heaven. I know about you, young people. If God gives me a long life, I'll, I'll take it. But I, I really want to go to heaven. I mean, it's my greatest desire. I, I really, God wants me to live many years. I'll accept, but boy, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to live in Hawaiian gardens forever, I tell you. <laughs> no offense, no. I really want, but you know, I want to go to heaven with you. I don't want to go alone. And I want to go with your parents. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you? You know, we, we, we should, we, we, you know, we don't think enough about heaven. If you think about heaven, you can carry the heaviest crosses. You can. You really think about how short life is and that at the end if we can love God and we try to obey the commandments, we keep growing in our love with Jesus and Mary, after it all, we go to heaven. It's, it's worth it. <laughs> all the sufferings in the world. So, so let's pray that we really, we really want to go to heaven. You probably heard that there are Psalms in the Bible. Psalm 41.1. This is mystical poetry in the Bible. As the deer yearns for the running streams, so my soul yearns for you, O Lord my God. Isn't that beautiful? That's poetry. huh? As the deer yearns for the running streams, so my soul yearns for you, O Lord my God. So let's... Uh, uh, Starting tomorrow, I'm going to be praying a novena for all of you. I'm going to be praying for you nine days in a row in my Mass that this course will help all of you to get to heaven, but also you're going to bring a lot of people to heaven. Okay? Amen. You're not going to go alone. That you with me, we're going to try to... When I say Mass, I pray that... When I pray Mass, I pray that my Mass will bring a million people to heaven. I do. You know what I hear? Jesus, Jesus speaks to me in my heart and he says, why are you asking for so little? Ask for more. Sorry, Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. Jesus ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Matthew 7, 7. Whoever asks, receives. Whoever seeks, finds. Whoever knocks, the door will be open. We'll receive little because we ask for little. Ask for the skies and we get the skies. And if you bring someone to heaven, you're going to get there yourself. St. James chapter 5. 
and you're, you'll expiate a multitude of sins. Short time in purgatory. <laughs> That's the shore. It's heaven. So the attitude of St. John Bosco is it's an attitude of hope. Hope and trust in Jesus and Mary. Hope and trust in Jesus and Mary. In the midst of the storm, if you look up, you see Jesus and Mary. Who cares about the storm? I got Jesus and Mary there with me. Okay, the boat in Noah's Ark, I've already mentioned that. And that means, means staying within the Catholic Church. I've already said five times, I'll say it six. Stay within the church and become a saint. Stay within the church, become a saint. Okay, so number 15 is this, our life on earth. I'm going to give you a brief Principle Foundation, which is your first chapter. It's like a segue into your first... Okay, write down this. Your life on earth. I am here. It's going to be a little bit, little bit longer. It's going to be a sentence. I am here to know God, love God, And serve God. So that I will be happy with God forever in heaven. I'm here to know God, to love God, to serve God, so that I'll be happy with Him forever in heaven. So we're really very happy to be with all of you. Uh, I'm going to be praying you for, for you for nine days. And I think that this is going to be one of the best experiences in your life. And it's not too much. Read five minutes, write five minutes, and Tuesday. So right now, Elvira is going to explain to you what we'll be doing. I have a couple questions for that. Okay. So we have 160 